Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm here with Kai and Ben. How are you guys doing today? This is the radio, NPR. It's Have you ever listened to NPR? Yeah, for some reason, in uh, uh, we have a Mustang in the Mustang. Like, I always just connect my phone and and listen to podcast music that way. But anytime it's not on that, it's on like NPR every time. Not that I listen to any of it, but I, that's the NPR that I know of. Yeah, NPR is kind of like uh, liberal, highly educated radio. Oh, I mean, every, every all, pretty much be. all of our media theoretically in the United States is like skewed slightly conservative. Yeah, as far as like capitalism goes, but no, it's like it's like fancy liberal radio. That's what people people bring their NPR uh, shopping bags to the Whole Foods ah. in their Priuses. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's the voice I was going for. But how you how are you guys doing today? Oh, you know, I'm chilling. <laughs> Kai, Kai had a little story the time nice before breeze. this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, I had a skerfluffle with my front door last night. But we'll just say that. If you're watching yeah, the video I'm... version, which I am very slacking at posting on YouTube, haven't done it in a while. It's okay. We've been busy. Kai has moved. He's in a new location right now. Very beautiful background. Uh, I am in the process of moving. Hopefully next time you see me, I will be in a different location. But October has been kind of busy for us IRL, so we haven't had a lot of time to get that stuff done. Ben is in a new secure location. Last time he was in a, a defeated state and mm-hmm. had to stop his moving you know, plans because of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> well, what really helped was beating Chrono Trigger. Um, yes. I beat Chrono Trigger uh, shortly after we recorded that finale episode. Um. And that I was kind of like, okay, I feel like that's I've got closure, and now I can move on. Full disclosure: I have not beat Chrono Trigger, and it's been so long that I don't think that I will. Unfortunately, <sighs> there's so I support other, that decision. There's so many other things, and I don't want I don't I need only that stress in my life. Yeah, but do I pack for my move that? or do, do I, I beat just my Lavos core? Exactly. <laughs> I have I have enough stresses to deal with. Having to pack and move is is, is one of, is enough of them. Um. Yes. If this is your first episode, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club slash audio book kind of format. What we will do is the three of us will each take turns picking a game. We will then get that game and break it up into sections, and then come together each week and discuss that section specifically. We'll talk about narrative, we'll talk about gameplay, we'll talk about mechanics. We do dive deep into the narrative. So if you are trying to avoid spoilers for anything that we're playing, either play the game along with us or play the game first and then come back and listen, which is what a lot of people did with a lot of our most recent series. Like we did the quarry. I've had a lot of people do that for, for Chrono Trigger then, played Chrono Trigger for the first time. They were either kind of playing along or coming back to it afterward. But... If all of that sounds interesting and fascinating to you, go follow us on our social media. All of that stuff is in our link tree down below in the description wherever if you're listening. If all that sounds interesting and fascinating, <clears throat> that's not what we're doing today. <laughs> well, that's not what we're doing today, because today no, is our interstitial episode. In between all of our large main series, we do kind of a one-off episode for games, either games that are like relatively short or games that we'll just kind of cover a portion of. <clears throat> but in the last episode, we did wrap up our time with chrono trigger we gave our final thoughts um and we got the stamp of approval from the man himself kyle mooney saying that kyle chrono mooney Mooney, that he enjoyed our wrap-up of chrono trigger which i appreciate uh we were we were trying something new and kind of doing long form series and i'm i was back and forth on it because i liked the like long amount of time to kind of you know absorb this game in its in its fullness here but I don't know. I'm curious of you guys. Let us know. Did you enjoy the longer content or would you rather have like four to five episode series and the episodes be longer? Every time we've done this has been with like an RPG. Like we did this first with Super Mario RPG, which I believe is about nine episodes or so. Another game that we are pretty lukewarm, not really enjoying. Them. And then we did it again with Chrono Trigger, which another turn-based RPG from the 90s that we had mixed feelings on. So... I, I'm still trying to figure out how people actually like reception wise and numbers wise like like a longer form content, but we'll 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 see. We'll figure it out. Yes, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about our time playing through Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. 
this one was recommended to us from Troidal Power. What we'll mm-hmm. do is we do have a Patreon. So if you're interested in more content from us, we have a D&D series that we do. Uh, the Patreon is also in that link below. And occasionally what we'll do is we'll go and ask you guys at home to recommend us some games to play, which is what I did for this interstitial. Got a bunch of responses, slapped it in a wheel, picked it by random, and Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion was the one that was decided to be our interstitial. Um, I was going to say facts about it, but I literally don't have any information about Turnip Boy right now. When did this game come out? Uh, 2021. It came out last year? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had 2019 floating around in my head for some reason. Uh, it's either, what was it, 2022? It's no, very you're right. It's recent. 2021. Um, and so you've essentially, uh, I believe it was a very small development team. I think it was one core guy and a couple of subcontractors who made the game. Did you know there's a sequel coming out called Turnip Boy Robs a Bank? There's a bunch of Turnip Boy games. Um, I have no idea there's tax a Turnip Boy the, cinematic universe here. Yeah, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion is the the one that kind of caught people's attention because mm-hmm. it came through Game Pass. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, in, in trying to find out stuff about this game before I played it, I was like, oh, there is a whole fucking series. Yeah, I had no idea. This is wild. And now you can get this game on... Um, on your phone as well you can get it through like app store or google play or whatever i love i love the synopsis here on wikipedia for turnip boy it says you play as a turnip boy and commit tax evasion and it's just that one sentence and that's it i mean what else technically that's not accurate it's not it's a it's not not tax evasion but it's not it's just we are paying his bills the game kicks off with you doing tax evasion but that's 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 the only beginning part of the game. The rest of the game is you trying to pay back the fact that you did tax evasion. Mm. It should be called Turnip Boy did tax Tur- evasion. Turnip Boy attempts <laughs> to pay his ta- t- taxes from yeah, Turnip Boy initially did tax re- evading taxes. of not paying his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> there we exactly. go. That's a more accurate title. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's just like that one, that one little word here. Uh, I mean, when it came out, it got pretty, you know, mid reviews, like sevens around, which I think is it's pretty it seems pretty pretty accurate to it. The game's not very long at all. The game's about two hours long, it seems like. Um, even like going through completion, because I think there's a couple collectibles that you can get, and doing so doesn't make the game any longer. I would say maybe push it to like three, three and a half. Um, mm-hmm. but the game is very short. Uh very stylistic in its like presentation. It it presents kind of an isometric top-down view, and you obviously play as this little turnip boy. If you played any kind of like dungeon crawler, it kind of is something along those lines the very stripped down version of it's like a, dungeon a crawler. modern yeah. version of the original zelda format everything's set out screen by screen you go yeah. down screens left screens everything's pixelated it's got that isometric view um but it's just it's just great to look at it's not like how can i explain it it's not like uh mind-blowing graphics but no it's 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 very cute too but the first person (laughs) that you interact with is uh mayor onion and mayor Mm -hmm. onion does not hesitate to start just giving you tasks to do which is kind of the theme in this you're walking around talking to npcs doing some like medial tasks for them community service yeah you're a little onion you're doing community service because you're not paying your taxes so you're trying to as ben said you're trying to make up that you're trying to pay it's not necessarily community service you're doing stuff for the onion mayor so he doesn't imprison you yes it's it's like blackmail you're doing you're doing slave labor yeah for an onion 100 percent but uh, under the, the premise of the judicial systems was legal. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> uh, but the other big portion of this game is this game is very self-aware. It's very tongue-in-cheek. There's lots of, like, social distancing references. There's, like, social media. Their TikTok is called Flip Flop, which that's what I had assumed. We all got that assumption right. Yes, yes, it was called Flip Flop, yeah. Right, cool. well, I just didn't know if it was like something else. Ben is also frozen on my end. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. That's fine. Um, so yeah, very tongue-in-cheek. It's, uh, there was lots of times where I thought there's lots of comments that were hilarious. You guys can't see this, but in our uh, Zencaster, Kai's name is Milady. 
and you get a variety of hats in this game, which is the the collectible. <laughs> when, you, when you do tasks for people, they'll give you a variety of hats and they give you a fedora and it says Milady. And I thought mm-hmm. that was very funny. Yeah, they has a it has a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, and I don't think, it's and very... I think it, it's it's the perfect length to not overstay its welcome. So I think if it was yeah. like five to eight hours for or one, it was hard. That's the other thing. Yeah, there there was actually some points of this game that were fairly difficult. Like some of the bosses that we oh. fought uh, were actually pretty challenging, but it's like the perfect amount of time for it's fine. Like the very the, the very first area you're in is called Veggieville, and some of the music in the game I really enjoy. Veggieville's music is just like it. It's annoying, but it, it comes and goes so quickly to the point where I, mm-hmm. at, at the time in which I'm like, "Oh, this is annoying," it's already gone, and so I'm like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, there's there's also good music diversity. It changes styles and genres yeah. as you make your way through the game. I particularly like the music for the farmhouse, the abandoned farmhouse. Oh, that was a bop. Kind of like it a kind hip hop ish. Yes, of, of, I couldn't remember where it was, but there, I remember there being like a hip hop track, and I was like, "Oh, damn, this is mm-hmm. fucking good." What yeah, I was yeah, what I was saying, Ben, is like uh, th- this game being kind of tongue in cheek in its humor, but I, I think it was the perfect length where it didn't kind of overstay its welcome. Like th- that two hours, I think if it was any longer, it probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what this also? I know it sounds silly, but it it reminds me of like. 2000s flash games oh yeah 100 like, i feel like i would come across mini like fucking turn it boy on mini clip or like new grounds i love playing mini clip games oh man yeah a hundred percent it's definitely like that um but the combat i think the combat we were just talking about it when you were gone here uh some of these bosses were actually fairly difficult oh bro the fucking deer that stag in the nuclear yeah. waste land. Oh my god, that gave me such trouble. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because yeah, a lot of the times in these type of games, you'll have some kind of dash, and in Turnip Boy's case, it's a trip. Literally, you tap the A button and he <laughs> trips, but that's him like dodging out of the way, which I think is hilarious. But yeah. just like it also kind of like slows your momentum after you like you got to get up and you got to walk back again and everything. And... Oh yeah, it's a very um. It's a very last ditch effort situation. Um, yeah, Am as I you're exploring the world still? and kind of no, just doing to. tasks for people, uh, the I think they're are they cherries? There's the IRS and they're kind of like blocking areas and they're like, oh, we're or this is under investigation or something like that. I don't remember if they're cherries or not. I think they're like cherries or some sort of fruit. Yeah, but yeah, they 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 essentially are the way of the game blocking off where you can and can't go. Mm -hmm. Um, And I believe the first thing we do, you talk to a couple of people around the onion mare and you like steal somebody's water can. um, And then you trek off into the forest. And this bit's kind of tricky because you're against creatures that you can't attack, but you have to try and make your way through. Um, and I believe this is when you get the sword. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's like a little piece of wood that's like wrapped in vine. It's soil. Yeah, soil sword. Oh, it's the it. soil sword. That's right. Mm-hmm. I will say you don't get a ton of items in this game. No, which... a lot, of, and a lot of them are kind of like on the end half. I know this game being two hours and half doesn't feel like very long into the game, <laughs> but most of the time you're walking around with this watering can, which I think it was like the the old man lemons, and he was like. This is my favorite watering can. I hope nothing happens to it. And then you literally just take it from him and run away, which is, which is always yeah. fun. And then you have this sword, the soil sword that you find. And those are pretty much your main sources of combating against the, the running through the dungeons and fighting the enemies. Until a little later on, you'll get a couple more things. But even at that point, the watering can kind of... There is flowers that you can water, which will do a variety of things. They'll either create little bombs for you to kick. They'll create... Um, kind of these cubes that you can use to progress to different areas fill holes that are missing and then eventually you'll get ones that create like literally portal versions of portals and they're blue and orange Mm -hmm. i feel like it's intentional it has to be intentional right okay Mm -hmm. it it must be um yeah but those are pretty much that like the all the stuff that you get throughout the game yeah 
It's it's a very basic uh, item system. I think it works for the brevity of the game and with how simplistic. I mean, not simplistic in the sense of actually solving the puzzles, but just the puzzles themselves are very uh like you know there's not a lot going on to to have to figure them out yeah Um, some of them can be complicated but um it's fun i think like making your way through the different um you know sections of the game there's also we left one of the plants off which is the fire plants Mm. oh yes you throw water on and then they light on fire and they'll burn wood next to them or they'll burn Oh, uh, watermelons yeah. next to them and you have to like chain fire along to open doors um, and, and sometimes you have to burn yeah. yourself yeah which, it, uh, it's interesting too because as the game progresses you notice that the like i, I wouldn't say like how you were saying any of the the puzzles were like extremely difficult where we're like banging our head on the, it's not like scoring levels of like tr- puzzle solving <laughs> um but they do get harder as the game progresses. Like once you get into the area where you get the fire flower and you're using that, like you were saying, having to put the pieces together of using yourself, burning yourself to have like other things on fire is a very interesting mechanic. It's something that people wouldn't normally do because you're trying to avoid fire. You're trying to avoid damage. So people wouldn't what's, normally go to uh, that assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that? What's that boss? I think it's, I think it's the second to last mm. boss where you're having to kick bombs through portals in order to hit the boss. Mm-hmm. And so you have to work out like, oh, I want to, I want the bomb to go up out of the next pool. So I need to kick it up into the first yeah. pool. And you're running around with this like book, trying to make portals and then kick bombs. And that's when it kind of, you do that in the stag fight too. When you're in this forest, there's a couple yes. like deer you're fighting in the very last boss of that forest is a radioactive, massive deer. And like Ben was saying, you'll eventually get an item where you can manually put portals down. You don't need to activate them via the flower and you're putting portals down and kicking bombs through them to try to hit the, the deer in certain situations, because in those later Why? levels, you'll be surrounded by acid. So you can't kind of fall into the water that's surrounding the little area that you're in. My um, one of my favorite bits was, uh, is it that farmhouse with the hip hop soundtrack where you've got um, the mafia pickle who's in a jar yes. in the yeah back because room. there's a uh, freezer back there there's like a refrigerated section mm, at the back it, of the yeah. farmhouse where a bunch of like food are still living and there like you said there's a, like a mafia pickle and he has a little fedora hat on and he has a knife that's floating next to him. <laughs> Yeah. But there's there's loads of stuff that you can do where like you can kind of there's I think there's an avocado there that you can like reunite with his son or something. It's a potato. It's a potato. There's a whole that's it, a potato, yeah. that's it. Yeah. There's and like there's a whole all bunch of, the, of side quests. Most of the side quests in this game are to unlock uh hats, hats. as you play yeah. through. Hats are the main collectible uh, of this game and you get most of them just naturally through progressing through the game and yes. It's because there's a DLC. Those are DLC? There's a DLC for Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion, um, which is a endless boss battle, basically. You you know where the the town is and there's the subway place, and off to the right, there's a guy that's like, oh, I've been told to tell you to come back when you complete the game. Mm -hmm. If you go back there, there's a train that you can board that's like an endless boss rush and it's like a an endless mode gotcha. that you can try and take on do you know um do you know what's in the cave where the tangerine dog was standing because there's oh, a part yeah. of the game in which it says uh at the end of the game all tangerine dogs will cease to exist which is really sad because they're very cute um but the main one is standing in front of like a like a dark cave hole. Uh, it's by the schoolgirl blueberries. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, I dropped my phone. Yeah, no, she didn't. We didn't just drop her phone. Her, her friend dabbed. Yeah, her into friend her dabbed phone. into her. Oh, and that was knocked that her was phone it, yeah. off the ledge, and now she's like, how am I supposed and to post a flip end up flop changing now? Her, we end up changing her password. No, what? Did you go into the cave? Because I meant to go back for the cave with a tangerine book, no. and I never did. No. The, the mystery stands. Uh, there is another sort of collectible in this game, other than hats, which is uh, flyers. So around mm. the... Uh, and not really just flyers, but anything that anyone hands you for the most part uh, will become an will become an achievement. You just rip it up. That's yep. 
It's mm-hmm. the ongoing uh, joke of this game. If you are achievement hunting, if you're, yeah, if you're looking for an easy like gamer score to get an easy 100%, this game is so easy to get all the achievements. Bro, three and a half hours, you just rip everything. And everything you rip, the game gives you like 80 gamer score or yeah. something. Like it's crazy. And you get an achievement. For, there, there's a lot of them throughout the game. And you get an achievement for like all of it. Like do, ripping anything. We were mm-hmm. constantly getting achievements throughout this game too. Yeah, they literally just do not yeah. stop coming. Did you guys have any like uh, standout characters that you remember or really enjoyed uh, talking oh, to? Oh, the strawberry streamer. Oh yeah, the the, the streamer. She's like, follow my Twitch yeah. and issue she needs, that, uh, she subs. She's a tier three sub, and it's just a sandwich. She needs a tier three sub. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that fucking dumb me. That and the uh, the mafia pickle. They're always the two that like, I like stand out. I like to the me. lemon. The lemon plays a key uh, plot point. Yeah. in the game in which uh so we learned through the lemon that our father uh the lemon and the onion were in a um, a mafia yeah. together uh I, I believe uh the onion was the muscle our father was like the thief and then the uh, on- onion was like the conciliar or something like that yeah something. Uh, all i remember so... is that they are the enemies of the pickle family right, yeah um, and so you have to use uh, Lemon's secret uh, under base tunnel to get to the bottom of the the greenhouse where the onion has locked himself in. Yeah, because the, um, the big twist at the end is that the onion has been playing you the entire time and he was gathering up all these items to create his super form so he can take yeah. over the like the mob family you get, him, a, you get him the green right. the green goop, which is the thing that yeah. creates sentience. And that was the other cool thing. like the storytelling is not direct. But like, yeah. as mm-hmm. you're walking into the forbidden enchanted forest, I don't remember the name. <laughs> uh, as you walk into that area, there's all these little acorns that are like goopy and green, and they're like, "What? Where am I? What's happening? I can't open my." Oh yeah, I they're like reanimated, didn't they? Yeah, and and then you go back to the main scientist avocado Annie, who you're working with, uh, because you get assigned to by by Mayor Onion, and she's like, "Well, that's weird, acorns." I thought they just fell from trees. I don't know why they're talking. And you learn that the reason that there's all these sentient vegetables is because there's all this toxic waste yeah. uh, that is creating all these sentient vegetables. Uh, and then at some point you a... get a deed for an acorn uh, and, a, and a real estate blueberry. I, you know, his stump, he gets a, he, he wants to own real estate. So now he owns his little stump, which is he had to go hunt down a real estate agent. Uh, one of my favorite parts yeah. is there's like a, um, I think there's a carrot, kind of towards the very beginning when you're finding your sword as a carrot she says she's like lost her child you find out the child is mm-hmm. in a trash can which is mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> because the other carrots were scared from... yeah yeah did you talk to the cherry that was by that tree is that a jojo reference i haven't seen jojo but i think that's I a jojo reference so. he's got like a jojo face yeah. and he's like oh dear. and you're like what and then he's just like oh dear. Yeah, like, oh okay bro <laughs> so uh, jojo fans would appreciate that i just know it from kind of like there's also the like the little like things floating above his head which feels like very jojo and then obviously he's a very weird animated bird face. shaped purple things yeah I don't know yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of funky weird characters uh in of this all game. of our combined anime knowledge at this point that none of us have seen jojo is jojo jojo it's has because... a very like distinct like art style and type of humor to it too i would say okay i haven't seen jojo before what i seen it gives me big bobo vibes That's it. i think it's i think it might be a little more successful than Bobo. no no i wasn't talking I think in Bobo terms Bobo of might be, success might be more niche I was than JoJo. themes and like how they're tackling humor and there may there may be more mm-hmm. uh than service level things and there might be more service I, level things than Bobo. i see your i see your uh, jojo memes out there anime weebs and i don't understand them and they scare me and that's why i haven't watched it yet i mean i'm watching one piece so that's all I, that's all i can watch until i finish it so Sorry, get sorry, other anime. Yeah. Bachelor's degree in anime over here, fucking putting in the work. <laughs> what did you call me? You called me a Jehovah's Witness of One Piece. <laughs> Do you have Jehovah, time to talk I, about our I, Lord and hey, Savior Luffy? <laughs> I did not call you that. I tagged you in a tweet. Oh, in that's which right. Someone else said, "Motherfuckers who watch uh, fucking One Piece are the Jehovah Witness of the anime world." Guys, guys, guys listen, listeners, and my fellow hosts, One Piece is great. I hate you. I'm. It's also a thousand fucking episodes, bro. but. The, it has been going on this whole time. It, it must be good if it's still successful. 
And if it's a thousand episodes of bangers, what's there to if you, what's there to lose? Mm-hmm. A lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, true. That's I guess a good so. point. What was your argument with that? Hmm. Uh, you got me. I have no re- rebuttal to that. How many times could you play Turnip? Oh my gosh! In the time it would <laughs> so take many, you to. So, <laughs> so many times. I was going to say as well. There's like um, like a Lost Woods graveyard section as yes. well, where if you take the wrong turn and it brings you back to the bean. I think that's with the son of the potato from the yeah. Farmhouse, so you go right? you go into a graveyard yeah. to try to find his uh, golden shovel because you need a shovel yourself, but he also wants it. He's kind of like a grave digger. He talks about them be there being like uh, a lot of famous people in this grave, and he's going to go dig them up. And he's like, I'm not saying I have good morals. I'm just I'm looking for looking for money essentially. Oh no, he straight up tells you from yeah. the beginning. He's like, yeah, I'm a crook. Yeah. 100%. But uh, the, the theme to this is there's like pumpkins that you can find around the graveyard and the pumpkins will give you little hints into which direction that you have to go. So you don't have to you know, go all the way back to the or beginning. And then you go take through. the ultimate hint and read the walkthrough. Like walk <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly which the, direction. The ultimate going. pumpkin hint is just reading the walkthrough. And then exactly. That's it. Um, that section was cute. The little golden shovel is fun uh, mm-hmm. that you find for him. And you get a shovel and the shovel is convenient. I mean, not really, because most of the enemies in this game die in one hit anyway, but it is yeah. helpful when you start battling the bigger bosses. It's nice to have a, a, yeah. a weapon that does a little more damage than the soil sword. Did you guys have um, any bosses that you kind of like stood out, whether them like in their design or how they're... I mean, a lot of the mechanics of the bosses is just hit with sword and then occasionally use the bombs to try to do mm-hmm. the two, but... For me, it, it has to be that radioactive stag, stag or deer, yeah. whatever. Like, that whole... Summoning the portals because you've got water, portal flower, work out the direction you're kicking the bomb, and the, the stag will be charging around the screen, so you have to kind of work out, okay, right, he's going to charge towards me here, the portal's there, I need to kick it this way. That felt the most... I um, sort of yeah, memorable. I will definitely say that this was the first one that like felt really challenging, too. Like A lot of them have been pretty straightforward, but this this little stag here... It took me a couple tries, and I died. I think this was actually the first time in the game that I had died because there not, there's not really a lot of you know challenge prior to this. Um, no. The other one that I thought was funny is Liz, which is just a radioactive human, and she's she's in the. Is that when you set on fire? Yeah, yeah, that's when you set on fire. She's in the bomb bunker. The bomb bunker is when you first get introduced to the fire mechanic. So you're going through mm-hmm. and you're lighting and you're burning things. You have the little flower, but she will spit acid pools around her, which do damage to you. But they also just do damage to her, too, which I think is hilarious. And then she'll like have like a little long, <laughs> stretchy arm and she'll try to like sticky hand you into the, the acid. But I just think it's hilarious oh, that her own yes. acid burns her. Yeah. Mayor Onion's also you- good. Yeah. I was just saying Mare Onion, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, the, the final boss is... Because I believe it's it's something like Mare Onion has been trying to gain our greenhouse, because our dad left us the greenhouse, mm-hmm. and he wants the greenhouse because there's some sort of stuff there related to their gang times that he wants, so he's trying to take it off of us. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, interesting, because there's... And then, it, 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 with Mare Onion, there's, like, two phases to him. There's the first one where you fight his... Um, the radishes, by the way, the IRS are radishes. You fight his mm-hmm. little oh, radishes okay. and they all go down one hit. And then you fight, fight Corrupt Onion, which he can do the same kind of acid pulls as Liv. And except he, doesn't, he, take, doesn't, take he doesn't take damage from it. He has like a laser eye beam that was like a laser pointer that you found, which yeah. is funny. Um, but we rolled credits after beating him, but it shows in the walkthrough that you can fight God Onion. And I don't know if that's like. You go back in after you've rolled credits and fight him, or because we just we finished that. Where did you corrupt see God onion? onion? God Onion is like a massive version of Mare Onion here, and there's like it's like a level you have to go through as you're like he's doing attacks, and you have to avoid its attacks and solve puzzles to go through this level. It looks like. Oh lord, okay, but didn't Ends do that. Deep, kind of <laughs> rolled credits, and I was like, cool, uninstall. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever feel that it was like too self-aware? I know you said that it didn't really overstay its welcome, but were there moments where you were like, eh, okay. Like I mean, it. I think that we, there's there's another game that this happened in. I don't remember what it was, but like the, the COVID and the six feet 
references were like, okay, I mean, yeah, you're there's real people developing this, and you're putting these like funny ha-has in here, and that was like, okay, that's like not that it was Too bad necessarily, developer. but it's just soon. like those those little ones kind of pull you out of the experience a little bit, I think. Mm. I don't. I mean, I don't care about that shit. Like, it's fine. Yeah. At least they're making it relevant. I mean, I'm assuming also this game probably based on when it came out and the fact that it's two hours long was a COVID game. So, oh yeah, well, uh, it's like okay, do do what you want. I mean, all the references will be dated eventually, but I don't think they made this game thinking like, oh yeah, this is gonna this last. is gonna go down in like the video game hall of fame, no, they, and you're gonna walk through the museum yeah, and have turn exactly. They made the this game and being like, this is something fun that people can do, and if it goes away, it goes away. Like it's it's a good little. It's a good little snack of a game. I, I was going to make that, that, not argument, but say that, oh, yeah, you know, they, they just created this two-hour experience, that kind of experience, and move on, and then not go back to it, but I guess they're making a sequel. So I guess that's them going back to it. Well, I mean, the, yeah, once again, it's like, okay, you make a sequel, then you can update the references. That's what I was going to say. I was like, now. maybe every sequel going forward, it'll just be like a live service game, and they'll all be relevant to maybe uh, the one that comes out next year will have then, memes of uh, Elon Musk owning Twitter now, because that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, and when the Great Fall happens and all of our media is lost and humanity is done for, people will go back and have to, uh, all we'll have is turnip boys. Just a string of turnip boys and cultural references. They'll have to piece together our history to figure out what they're gonna. What they're gonna like, like unarchive like the episode of our podcast. Be like, oh my gosh, these 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 humans. They they talked sorry. on a show about this game. It must have been important. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just reading Gamespot uh, called their review of Turnip Boy a leak to the past. That's that's pretty good. That's, uh, that's pretty good. That's good. And I was like, I like a, le- a leak to the past is a very good uh, way of describing Turner Boy. If you liked Legend of Zelda like that, you like silly fun games, and you like that gameplay, this is this is that. You like puns? You like Zelda? You like playing as a turnip? <laughs> These games for you. If you like fins that break the fourth wall when they're self-aware, mm-hmm. yeah, there's not two turnip little game. games. I've I thought there was like a whole series. I there's swear this I one, and then apparently there's a sequel called Turnip Boy Robs Bay that comes out next year for Xbox and PC. So good job, guys. You team up with the fits. Oh, how much team is, up with uh, the how much does this game, game cost? Someone, someone. Oh yeah, I got you. You guys talk about something else. So okay, that that was that was a pog face. <laughs> Ellie's. Uh... The Amazon delivery that came was a bunch of cleaning supplies because Ellie's in uh, cleaning mood. Oh, wait, okay, okay. And she bought one of those uh, dusters from uh, Scrub Daddy. Ooh. Oh, okay. and she's like, <gasps> look at it. It's very adorable. Okay, okay here, here's the price. So this game's two hours long, right? This game, mm-hmm. not on Game Pass, is $14.99. Do you think Turner Boy is worth $15? Yeah. Hmm. No. How much is a cinema ticket? Oh my god! I mean, it depends about that probably price, like, depending on where you're going. Yeah, or what you're seeing. Or what you're seeing. And what time you're seeing movie it. that's two hours long, twenty dollars. Yeah, a shitty. Like, would you rather watch Avengers Endgame or play Turnip Boy? I mean, me personally, I'd rather fucking jab out my own eyes than watch another Avengers film. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> I'd I'd rather I'd rather pay to not watch Avengers. I'd rather I'll pay, pay twenty dollars to not show this not in your theater right now. Yeah, can you just burn one of these uh, seats? Um, this is my seat that I'm burning. It's, I just, I I'm just... always. I'm always unsure about this argument of like game length versus value. Oh no, and it's not even like I'm not even going like lengthwise. It's just pure value because I think you're right. Game length versus value is extremely uh, subjective. That's far too yeah, subjective. I think if it was ten dollars, I would fully be like, yeah, it's worth it. But for some reason, fifteen pushes it. Fifteen pushes over the edge where it's too much. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like on on Google Play. I swear you can get it on Google Play for like five dollars or some shit. Okay, th- th- this is this is gonna be my this is my argument to Turnip Boy's price. I don't think Turnip Boy is worth the fourteen ninety nine. I think what you do is pay the single dollar, get Game Pass, play it that way, and have access to 
hundreds of thousands of other amazing games too. That's my. Bro, it's free. It's free on, on oh, shit. iPhone, but in-app purchases. So I'm assuming the hats, it's the hats yeah. and everything. So okay, so if you don't want to drop the money and get Game Pass, then play it on mobile. Because I would say, yeah, I would say play this game. Why? They fucking uh, censored the word tax for some reason. They put an asterisk. You know, you know, the App Store, they don't want to have to, they don't want to hear any of that. They've had already too many debacles with Epic and all that shit. They don't want to, they don't want to mess They don't want to hear the word tax. They don't want to hear that. That's a trigger word for them. 1139 on Steam. That's not bad. Okay, so you're like 11, wait, but that's pounds. Yes. So that's like what? $2 in the US at this point. What's happening with your economy over there? <laughs> uh, we let clowns run our government. Um, yeah, not only did you let clowns run your government, you're just you're just cycling through a revolving door of prime oh, ministers bro. over there. Good luck. And now, like, fucking Rishi, fucking Sunak. Uh, oh, such a cunt. Um, but I mean, that's that's pretty much turn a boy in a nutshell. I don't know if there's anything that you yeah, can there's, there's not much more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That we, we we can cover, but we can kind of go around and give our thoughts on the game. Uh, which one you all want to start here? I'll start. Okay. It's very cute. It's simplistic and tongue in cheek and easy to understand, easy to play. Um. There are a couple frustrating moments, but really it's like nothing is, you know, at a level where you're you're yeah. going to struggle for the most part. Even me, who's not uh, gifted in the uh, gaming department. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I think you're like, gifted. Don't sell yourself game. short. Yeah, it's fine. I've, I've, I don't I have no no ego about it. I'm not very good at video games. Valorant broke my spirit uh, the <laughs> other day. And here here I Bro, am. That game no uh but no i think it's it's one of those it's very reminiscent of as you guys said like flash games and that kind of like cheap humor very henry stickman henry stickman what was the other game we played the one with bug porn Uh, frog fractions um, oh frog Frog fractions Fractions, yeah. yeah frog fractions is if Turnip Boy was turned up to 11. So yeah. Turnip Boy is kind of the dialed down version of Frog Fractions, but yeah. very similar humor styles, yeah. very similar uh, kind of gameplay. I mean, obviously, Turnip Boy just sticks to one style, whereas Frog Fractions is a fucking amalgamation of a bunch of styles. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a solid game. I think like its places, if you have like a, like a lazy Sunday afternoon or you're just looking for something outside of Sunday like a game. big game that you're like if if Valorant or Dark Souls is breaking your heart and you just feel like you're not good enough to pick up a controller, like this is a perfect game to play. Or if you're like on an airplane. Or if you're getting and bullied you in Overwatch game. for being a support main and everyone's bullying you and you need some serotonin. Or Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. If you're... Y'all who play DPS Moira, you need to fucking calm down. Um, Jared, you, the Moira you, can, main, but... you can play. I, I play Moira. Dude. You can play DPS Moira if you're getting your other shit done too. If you're healing the team and you're doing yeah. good on there, you could DPS Moira to get some kills. Fine, but if that's all you're doing, yeah, you need to fucking check also uh, a hot tip from Jared. Reverse the triggers for Moira. Yeah, the... why the fuck is her? Tri- I did that. I reversed oh it because it's so stupid. So Ellie called me through right, and she was like. What is going on? Why, when I do my orb, is it flipped? Yeah. I changed the controls because I, like, I was like, what? this is dumb. So I ended up flipping the main and alternate yeah. fire for 100%. her. And Moira is so much 100%. easier to play. I, yeah. it, and it, it took me longer <laughs> to readjust because I had used it like normal Moira for so long that I had to reflip my brain to back to normal orientation. Yeah. It's, now it's you almost just, like you that was their orb. way of nerfing Moira. Because, <laughs> exactly. like, let's yeah. be honest, she's OP a little bit, especially when you're just fucking beat an asshole with moira uh but they were like what if we just flip them and then people get confused but you can flip them back and then that's that doesn't really work out anyway uh neither here nor there uh turnip boy mm-hmm. deserves its solid seven out of ten it's not yeah. a very long game once again i don't think 15 dollars is justifiable but like 10 bucks free within app purchases like hell yeah absolutely play this or game part of a game it's a fun little it's a fun little break it's a little it's a little appetizer of a game a little, a little crustini before the meal. Was, was uh, this a, was this a good kind of like uh, like after dinner meal to ease you uh, out of uh, the Thanksgiving feast that was Chrono Trigger? No, because Chrono Trigger was 
drinking an entire case of Soylent, and this was like <laughs> eating a sprig of cilantro. It was like, yeah, okay, I mean, I can do it, but it it didn't make the thing before it better. That's fair. <laughs> I still feel bad. Okay. That's uh, but yeah, overall, good game. Would recommend. I'm looking forward to the sequel. I, maybe I wish it was a little longer, but I get that. Mm. You know, that's coming from me who wishes all games were shorter, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I agree with a lot of what Kai said. That whole argument of would you pay $15 for it? I mean, that that's like we said, it's subjective. Me personally, I don't think it's a terrible price, but if you didn't know the length of the game beforehand, I could understand being annoyed that you paid 15 quid and then it was over in two yeah. hours. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's a pound a month for the first three months for Game Pass. It's free on mobile. You know, it. you guys, I think Kai kind of, and I can't remember if Kai or Jared said it, but one of you guys summed it up when he was like, it's a Sunday game. Like it's Kai that literally perfect just said kind that. of... <laughs> <laughs> bro my memory is like shh, shh. um yeah that kind of like you know i can imagine like i mean we we have a lot of people in our community who are like dad podcasters shout out to, shout out to all the dads out stuff. there so i can imagine being like you know i can't play Elden Ring in front of my kid and I've got my kid with me so I'm going to play Turnip Boy and then the kid can be like ha 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 that strawberry's funny and you can be like yeah I'm gaming I'm having a laugh it's yeah. fine um, yeah seven it's it's an average game it's good for some quick laughs maybe a tad longer yeah I'm hoping that Turnip Boy robs a bank is like three to four hours as the base game and then maybe five if you go completionist i think that's the sweet spot um but it's it's oddly interesting that we are now teaming up with the pickled gang who are the gang that was the rival of our father to go and rob a yeah. bank um so i'm interested to see those shenanigans and what happens there what's interesting about the pickle gang too is you free them but you don't have to free them you go and eventually find a hammer that you can give to them that they give you fedora. But that part isn't part of the story. Mm -hmm. You don't have to give them the hammer that frees them from the pickle jar. Imagine if there was like a Dragon Age fin where you like put in your previous choices and then turn it boy it two like changes, it. changes based on whether you freed the pickle gang. That's or not. hilarious. Um, okay, mine will be short and sweet because I echo everything that both of these uh, beautiful gentlemen here said. Uh, I like turn it boy. It was a good experience i i think the, for for what this is the two hours was fine it would be interesting to see a, a sequel that's maybe a tad bit longer and i love little indie games like this that surface level are very you know childish and and and, and kid friendly and then like kind of like spin into darker themes and there's a little bit in turn up boy with kind of like the stuff they talk about but it'd be cool to see them lean further into that in the sequel and then like you said maybe give it like three or four hours or four to five whatever mm -hmm. that would be really cool to see uh for me personally if i was like going to purchase this game or buy it i would just get game pass and i would get it that way not that i'm saying that it's not worth the 15 dollars, but for me if i was seeing both of these options of where to play it i would just lean into game pass and get that instead that's my recommendation is just do the one dollar game pass play it that way and then again you have hundreds of other games that you can try and and play as well i mean Hell, you could even pay a pound for Game Pass, download the Game Pass app on your phone, and then play it that way. Stream the yeah, game, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then you have your cross saves too. You can not pay your taxes. You can and just do real life turn to boy. Buy game. game Pass. You can do real tax evasion to pay for Game Pass <laughs> to do fake tax evasion. Exactly. Um, yeah, brain. I think this is Same. this is a perfect seven out of ten. It's a good experience. It's fun. If you like top-down Legend of Zelda's tongue-in-cheek humor, then you'll you'll mm -hmm. enjoy this game. Play Turnip Boy. Thanks, Trotto yeah. Power, for recommending it to us. Appreciate it. But that's all for Turnip Boy. Commits tax evasion, and now we move on. I pass the the hypothetical baton over to Benji Boy. 
he's gonna let us know uh-huh. what we're playing next because we did a, a wheel poll oh, here on our patreon we did if you want to be part of these polls and kind of vote on some of the things we're doing patreon's down below go check it out i can't guarantee how regular it will be but i was having an internal conflict as to which of these two games i, wanted to I play, think at least so. for myself and obviously the the other two can decide if, if i'm ever at a like deciding which one to do at least in a in an interstitial i'm just gonna be like let me let me know what games you want me to play and then we'll just do a similar thing yeah. i did here i think my interstitial might more than not be in this format but i yeah. love y'all you led to me playing two uh fucking uh jrpgs that are turn-based i'm never letting them decide just saying it now well funny you say that right because i gave the patreons <laughs> patreon people oh, no. two choices i was like hey y'all do you want to play <laughs> fucking swear to god ben <laughs> do you want to play a really short indie game or do you want to play a longer indie game and i've been debating between these two now they picked the shorter one kai don't worry they picked the shorter one because the longer one was weird west which is an isometric rpg set in a wild west where there's like aliens and all of that stuff it's supposed to be very consequence heavy and like you know so i was like oh, okay but after chrono trigger it seems that the universe has smiled upon you kai um thank you because we are instead playing the shorter game which oh, is... i wanted to guess but my guess was wrong because the year was wrong i was gonna say journey but it was not, it was not journey because journey was no it's not journey we are playing the 2023 2023 indie cult classic 22 uh, future games here on the podcast you better subscribe 2023 future 2023 games. no 2013 uh indie cult classic papers please oh fuck yeah hey. i've been wanting well, to play this um, for a while and kai you've well, you've played this game before right i have played this game it's a very good game Ooh, okay Yes. That's very exciting. So, um, the it extremely is essentially... rare instance on this podcast where I am the one who's played the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, I've watched a playthrough um, and have always wanted to play it for myself. Mm-hmm. But essentially, you, <laughs> you play as a uh, security person at the border yeah, of border like an Eastern Block. Yeah, like an Eastern Block. Um, country and essentially you are just checking people's paperwork to see whether their paperwork is compliant with what they need to enter your country Uh, the backdrop of that is that there is a war going on in eastern europe and there are economic issues and there's xenophobia and you start getting things like hey people who say they're a woman but then when you scan them they're a man they're not allowed in and Mm-hmm. Terrorists. Good thing. Good terrorists thing there's and... not. A, a good thing there's not a war, and this isn't realistic. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. It's gonna be interesting to play this game from the perspective of like there fucking is war that's going on currently, and from a perspective of living in a country that thinks every person that comes into our country is just a degenerate, and we should close our borders down and don't let them in. Yeah. So this. Full disclosure, the game, the whole series is going to be talking about some themes around like xenophobia and socioeconomic statuses. And there's also the backdrop of you earn money, but then you have to support your family. Certain things happen and you have to weigh up like risk. And Mm -hmm. it's there's a whole it's surprisingly deep. Um, Where can I play? Is this a mobile? Is it on Steam? Uh, So it's on Steam. It's on iPad, oh, and I believe it came, yeah, Android and iPhone. It came to Android and iPhone back in August. Kai, where did you do you have do you have and a pref, do you have a recommendation $5. of where this should be played? I own it on Steam, so play it on Steam. Okay. Steam is the premier way to play okay. it, just because of the keyboard shortcuts and everything. Okay. The way um, God so intended. Our first chapter, our first section. We are going to be playing through days one to day six. And then after that, we're going to go in sections of five days up to the finale. Um, so there's going to be six episodes in the series. Uh, just because 
I want it to break it down a bit shorter because I don't know how heavy the discussions are going to get per Bro, episode it's, and it's, how it's long us. that's going to go. We could talk about bullshit for two hours. We could talk about actual socioeconomic problems and and people's feelings and emotions. Welcome to the three-hour finale of Papers, yeah, Please. Yeah, it's, it's true. This, this game will tug on your heartstrings because you'll technically be supposed to turn away people who don't have entry into your country, yeah. but if they go back home, they're going to get killed. So, um, strap in. Damn it. I'm, I'm like a, I'm a sympathetic person too. I'd be like, yeah, come, everybody, come on, guys. It's bad over there. Come over here. Oh, you can do that, bro. Is this, will this give us different, like, uh, outcomes and situations depending oh, yes. on our choice? There are like 17 different endings oh, to this game. Oh, cool. Okay. 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 Based on who you let in, who you don't, and how you interact with them. Interesting. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. So in the next episode, we will... Oh, there's a kitty. It's ah. Cora. Uh, in the next episode, we will be starting our main series of playing Papers, Please. And you said playing through the first five days? First six first days. First six days. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll be playing through. And by the time you're listening to this, to the there'll, there'll be a graphic that's up on our social media that has the whole series broken down of when we're playing what on the specific days. So you can check out our social media to find out more about that i thought you guys would remember because i did kind of almost let it slip in like episode two or three of chrono trigger we just talk about papers please I tried not and to remember anything about that <laughs> somebody someone said something and i was like oh and jared was like we're gonna be playing papers please and i was like did oh, i say that i don't remember Every, everything that happens are it's, it's just a blur nothing's nothing is real nothing is real but moving moving on to something else that we can decide whether it needs to be in the country or not we're going to recommend you some sports games <laughs> i couldn't come up wow, i couldn't come up with a segue a, guys I what couldn't. a segue that's a segue that is um, a segue for sure i couldn't come up yep. with one that felt more natural and Corey is so happy to sit in your arms right here yeah she's she's grumpy go watch the video if you want to see kai oh. pet kitty uh, yes, Just fucking Ben recommended <laughs> that we, the theme for this week, we would recommend you guys some sports games that we really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and we have some uh, Discord people that also left recommendations. We'll get to those in a second. But Ben, you want to start us off? What was the limit? Was it like three? Uh, I don't know. I've got five. I thought I'd struggle, but I've got five. Okay. Start, start us off um, here because I uh, didn't write any down. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm just going to start off Rocket League. Um, don't play Rocket League online. I highly suggest against that. I personally, myself, have stopped. The skill ceiling is too high. Find a group of friends, at least four of you, who are on similar skill levels, and just play to private 2v2s. Or, you know, just dick about, dick about with your friends. Because if you go online... The skill level's too high, and it's just, it's fucking so deflat, like deflating trying to play Rocket League online. Uh, next, I'm I'm a big sucker for racing games. Uh, so, racing. Gran Turismo, I fucking love Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo series is like I've never played a Gran of, Turismo game. One of my favorite sim racings. A lot of people talk about Set of Corsa, but uh, Gran Turismo is my personal favorite. Dirt Rally 2.0. Think about rally racing is fucking amazing, and Dirt Rally 2.0 is such a great balance between simulation, but not too much simulation, so you can still kind of be able to play as just a layperson. Like a little bit of arcadiness to it. Yeah, a tiny, tiny bit. Um, and then I just put down any Mario sports game. That was one of mine. Tennis, golf, strikers, yeah, like any Mario sports yeah. game. They're all good. They're all good. I'm a soccer personally for the Mario Golf game on the Switch. I absolutely love that. Um, but any Mario sports game is a safe bet. And then my final one is one I got into because of my brother, uh, which is the NHL games. Oh, I personally played uh, NHL 2022. Uh, and... The reason why I liked them is because they're fast-paced and you occasionally just fight people for no reason. Okay. 
Gotcha. Damn, damn those, it. Are, that's it. those are reasons to like selections. Those are those are selections. That's it. Uh, I have four here, I think. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, my first one, which may be popular, so might not need recommendation, but it's Wii Sports Resort, but specifically basketball in Wii Sports Resort. I feel like everyone goes to the tennis, everyone plays golf, everyone does that. Basketball in Wii Sports Resort. Bro, I, was, I was an archery. Archery man. too. That's another that's another good one. Uh, well, I had a lot of fun playing basketball in, in Wii Sports Resort. You could do like three-point games and you can do it that way. Or you can do actually like play against other people with NPCs. You like, have teams of, I think it's three and three. Uh, but my grandparents still have a Wii set up in their like top room. And every time we go to visit, the family mm-hmm. goes around and we play some Wii Sports and we play some Wii Sports basketball. And it's always a good time. So I always have fond memories of uh, playing that. Uh, I also did Mario Golf, but I did Mario Golf specifically for the N64. Kind of, I had just played that mm-hmm. recently, so it's something that's relevant recently. And oh, it's Kirby it, Dream Course technically a sports game. Yeah, yes, I would say so. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe sure. It's a sports game. Hell yeah. Uh, I I will say that the Nintendo Golf for the 64 slaps. Hell yeah! That's, that's what I was. I was surprised. I was surprised at how good it like felt and how good it like performed. I mean, it looks like an N sixty four game, so I mean that's that's fine. But <laughs> I loved it. It still holds up. Play Mario Golf. It's on the the Switch NSO. So so go play that. Um, my other recommendation is I think I hope I'm saying this right, but Captain Subasa. I fucking hate you. Which is probably the only <laughs> one that Kai was going to recommend. You can you can also talk about it too. Uh, Captain Subasa is is an anime. It's a it's a soccer anime, and there's a game for it on Nintendo Switch. I think it's on other things too, but it is so much fun. Kai and I played that against each other for hours, and it is so competitive. Mm-hmm. It's so over the top in anime. Kind of feels yeah. like an anime fighter, but with there's soccer. like finisher moves. Yeah, there's like finishers. Like giant eagles come out of nowhere when you're like about to like make it's a goal. So, it's so it's, fun. It's ben, if you cool. haven't played it, if you like like soccer games like Strikers and anime, play Captain Tsubasa. It goes on sale all the time on Switch and PlayStation, so I would definitely recommend playing it because it's a blast. Yeah, because I was just thinking, I was like, man, I'd really love a good FIFA Street game. Like it's been years. Well, that's the thing. Like if you FIFA don't want game. the boring, realistic monotony of FIFA, and if you're tired of the FIFA games being terrible every time they come out, go play Captain Tsubasa because it is clean and slick and beautiful. Uh, I may take that my out. last recommendation is kind of an overarching one, but I'll have one specifically. Is the Burnout series? Burnout is a that's that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite racing games. Burnout Three Takedown for like now more importantly, which one? Yeah, there Burnout Three Takedown specifically. I have a soft spot for Paradise. I know it did something different, but I grew up playing Paradise on 360, and I love doing that. But Burnout Three Takedown, so much fun. If you don't have a way of playing Burnout Three Takedown, play Paradise because that one's also good. But those are mine. Okay, oh, fucking Burnout Three. Oh, so good. Such we played so much Takedown as uh, a kid. We we did. We played a lot of that game. Um, okay. Well, Captain Tsubasa was really... <laughs> surprise, surprise. This soft boy doesn't like sports games. Uh, yeah. Shocking to no one, I'm sure. Uh, but Captain Tsubasa is, is an interesting sports game. Steep, uh, also an interesting... Steep uh, is Steep really good. Yeah, game. Steep is fun. We played a lot of Steep. Yeah, Steep is, Steep is very good. Uh, it is a snowboarding game. Um it is very reminiscent of a more realistic version of SSX games. Oh, if you've played SSX those, so those were too. what we played as a kid. SSX so tricky. like SSX tricky. Yeah. W- those were, those were fun games. Um, the remakes of Tony Hawk pro skater. Um, oh, that was out, fun. Out, I yeah. played that, uh, recently, uh, through those are always a banger and the soundtracks to those, uh, are a good time Ford Shit, racing two. Um, for PS2, it's probably one of my favorite uh racing games of all How, time. Yeah, do you, you, do you remember playing? Do you, have you played it recently? Because I feel like Ford Racing Two yeah. doesn't hold up. You okay? First of all, why are you coming on here? And why are you? No, I'm not. Fighting we, my we, I right there with you. We played so much Ford Racing Two, but the idea of Ford Racing Two is so weird. Not only, not only do we play so much Ford Racing Two, Ford the Ford Racing Two intro guitar song is one of the like third things i learned on guitar when i was like nine years old so uh, <laughs> thanks ford racing too for inspiring uh, years of musicianship <laughs> uh and then madden 2011 i want to say 
and and this is this is what I will say about sports games. And uh, I'm going to turn this into a rant. Okay. Sports games. The problem now is they keep trying to make them like playing sports, like realistic. And let's be honest, the people who play sports games don't play sports. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, they're they're, they're they, we're not we're not interested in that. Really, a great sports game is a very complicated puzzle game. That's what you're trying to do. That's why that's why Mario Golf is thrilling. That's why the basketball version of uh, Wii Sports is is an exciting thing. They're just really complicated puzzle games. They have a they have a little competitive edge to them, uh, and you're just trying to do an action and do it well. Um, unfortunately, people put a lot of bullshit in the way. That's why the modern Madden games suck dick. I don't actually want to be a fucking NFL coach. That is not interesting. Well, you don't want to play, you don't don't play NFL, a, NCAA manager no, or whatever the fuck that is? No, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Also, it's like, I don't... Do you think I fucking care about what the playbook of the Ravens looks like? And like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to run a I'm gonna run a passing game. Oh, because we have good defense. Like, I don't give a fuck. I want to press a button on a controller, and I want a ball to fly out of my hands and land into another player's hands, and I want to run into the little thing at the end of the field. That's what I want. But I can't have that. I think because because all you fucking horny sports assholes out there have ruined games for me. I think what you so. also need to do is you need to find you, a friend uh, that also doesn't really love sports games or football that much. American football. And well, play so, it with them. Because me and Kai will play Madden games all the time and we get very very competitive I with one play another. A lot of FIFA but neither of us fucking so. give a shit. And I was so mad that at was, it. That was me and my understand. brother with hockey. Football um, or soccer. We we would basically just because it's so fast paced. Yeah. And you can like shoulder barge people, so it just came in. It just turned into who can knock the other one the furthest away yeah. from the puck with the shoulder barge. Yeah, and it just it, it was just dicking yeah. find, about. Find a friend that you could just mess around with in these sports games and get competitive with. Because like I was saying, that's what Kai and I would do, and that's how you enjoy it. That's where the fun comes in. Almost all, I mean, other than Sabasa, which I was into for a, a moment in time because of a demo. We didn't even have to. Work. We literally just kept <laughs> yeah. playing a demo yeah. over and over and over again. Like, given the choice of like, okay, I'm with a friend, I'm gonna play a game. Like, I would rather play a first person shooter. Like, I just, yeah. it's more interesting. It's something that I feel more comfortable playing. It's something that I'm gonna enjoy more. So it's just like, eh. sports games. If you like sports games, that's fine. I don't hate you. I don't understand. I just you. don't like you. And I need to see Bro, your Captain papers, Steve please. Is fifteen pounds. Oh, that's eBay. what I was saying, man. Go buy it. It's fun. Also, Kai, I found the theme yeah. for the Ford Racing too. Here you go. Ready, ready, ready. Mm-hmm. That's American as fuck. Dude, this this just screams early two thousands. I can still play that on guitar, uh, by the way. <laughs> but also, I <laughs> love that game. You could race pickup trucks. It just which ho- I found it's just hilarious to have a racing game that's just one like this, company like, and brand of cars. Brand. That's that's what's hilarious. It's like there's a Mustang, there's a GT40, like yeah. no, <laughs> there's a the game there's a, a Ranger, the game there's a Focus. A fucking advertisement. <laughs> yeah. And the reason we had it is because it was so heavily discounted that our my parents justified purchasing. Did you know there was four of them? <laughs> I'm sure. Oh lord. They should, I honestly, they should bring that shit back. Like, I think that's so cool. Like, I mean, I hate advertising, but like, that'd be fun just to be like Nissan racing Bro, or like in Toyota all racing. Serious games about movies, like movie time, not like just cash grab ones, but like genuine, like Enter the Matrix. Remember Enter the Matrix? It was a fucking mm-hmm. amazing like, the game. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have Kyle Mooney on our Discord. He says Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, Mutant League football, which I think is another one similar to Blood Bowl. I think Mutant League is is the same vein, right? Having a butcher's right cool. now. Um, he said he said these games aren't actually fun; they're just really interesting. So there you go. Thanks. Wow. Thank, thanks. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you for being part of our community. Yeah. I treasure you we, and your input. We appreciate you, uh, Mike from the Showboys podcast. He says, aside from the big hitters like Madden and Triple Play. It's just the MVP baseball back in early 2000s. I used to love to play Mario Golf slash tennis games on the Game Boy Advance. Did Ben, did you ever play? Do you remember playing the Mario Golf games on Game Boy? No. I never played them on Game Boy. I had, I had the Game M- Boy Advance Mutant one. Football League. What? Mutant, Mutant Football League is, um, it looks like Blood Bowl, but if it was more Madden-ish, but just with 
Like this guy's got a chainsaw for an arm. Um, there's a 93 version that used the 93 Madden mm. engine. And all of the teams are called like the Killer Convicts, the Psycho Slashers, Slay City Slayers, Deathskin Razors, the Ice Bay Bashers. Um, it's just Madden, but with robots and creatures, and it's very over the top. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's like a. It's big, like thirteen pound on PlayStation. Isn't there like a big like kaiju monster game that's also like golfing? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Like, like kaiju golf or some <laughs> some shit like that. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, those are the recommendations from Discord. If you want us to read your recommendations here on the pod and just interact with us and have a good time, go join our Discord. Also in the link below, wherever you're listening to. Um, but that'll be a wrap on today's episode. We'll put a, little, a nice little bow on this. Our Turnip Boy episode ended up being just as long as some of our normal episodes. So, hell yeah. Surprise, surprise. I mean, we we also talked about UK politics and Overwatch, and uh, there's also a good ten minutes fucked. about my door fiasco yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> that's of that's episode, true. So. Uh, what? Who's who's next? I think it's and you, what buddy. Recommended because I did Pokemon, and then Ben did a sports game. So you're up for recommend our listeners some shit. My recommendation is your favorite Game Boy games, oh. and that goes for All? Game Boy Color. Uh, Game Boy, the original, and Game Boy Advance. Anything anything in that spectrum, uh, you're allowed okay. three. Okay. I was like, you better limit us because I'm going to have three. a lot. Yeah, you get three, <laughs> and you're allowed one Pokemon. I actually, I was just, just going to say this. I won't put a Pokemon or a Zelda on my list. I'll try to find something okay. more niche and interesting that I enjoyed. I, I too, will abide by those rules, and I will not put a Pokemon. I wouldn't have put a Zelda uh, because I didn't play them. Okay. I, I can I can abide by that because I didn't play a Zelda and I pretty much only played Pokemon Yellow. There so, you. okay, guys, there we go. That's our recommendations for this week. Leave in the Discord. Leave us your recommendations. We'll read them out on next week's episode. Uh, in the next episode, we start a new main series. We're gonna be playing through Papers Please, playing through the first six days. Uh, Glory to us! I'm really excited for this because I've heard lots of good things about this. But till next time, we love you. Goodbye and.